All right, y'all. Today's podcast is all about overcoming this thing that I have seen and recognized in so many different entrepreneurs at so many different levels. And it's something that's really actually pretty sneaky, but it's a major hurdle to you generating leads and increasing profit and really scaling your businesses in the way that you want to. Now, now be prepared to listen in. I'm going to get really practical, but we're also going to go through some mindset things to help you overcome this hurdle. And I'm excited for you to not only listen in, but really take action and overcome this hurdle so that you can start generating leads and increasing profit and really scale your business. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. Hey y'all, so I don't want you to tune out when you hear what this hurdle is because I know a lot of people are gonna listen to me like, oh, I don't have this issue, but really deep down you might. So hear me out for at least a few minutes before you're like, click, not for me, all right? Now, this huge issue that I have seen in lots and lots of entrepreneurs at all different levels, I mean, I'm talking like little baby entrepreneurs or like multi six figures, sometimes even seven figure entrepreneurs, I see this in them, okay? And that is the fear of selling. Now, if you're like, Faith, if they're a seven figure entrepreneur, clearly they're not scared of selling. Well, a lot of people overcome this to a degree, but maybe not fully like kick it in the teeth. <laughs> now, just a quick like internal reflection. How do you know if you have this fear of selling? Well, do you get butterflies in the pit of your stomach when it comes time to pitch your offer or sell your thing? Do you just clam up? I mean, do you feel scared or, or maybe you overcome it? Maybe you like get past it but do you feel scared? Okay. Can you talk about the benefits of your product or your service naturally, or does it feel like a recorded sales pitch? Okay. Now, if you answered incorrectly, I guess would be the right way because I phrase these differently. If you answered the wrong way to any of those questions, you probably have at least a little bit of fear, the fear of selling deep down in yet. Now, obviously, if you are 
you know, an entrepreneur making money, scaling your business, you've got an offer, you're doing the thing, like you've over, you've overcome this to some degree. But what I want to do in today's podcast is I want to help you kick that in the teeth. The fear of selling does not belong in your business. Okay. Obviously, you know, with growth, you know, there's, there's always growth and growth can be a little bit uncomfortable. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that feeling that comes on the inside when it's time to sell your thing or pitch your offer or tell somebody what you do. Okay. That is the fear that I want you to overcome, kick in the teeth and kick out of your life so that you can truly scale your business the way that you desire to. Okay. So just being real, real, real honest here for the most part, this is something that I have pretty much kicked in the teeth. Now I'm not saying that if some like giant celebrity or somebody like, I don't even know, Oprah Winfrey was like, Faith, I want you to fix my website. I'm not sure if I wouldn't be a little bit intimidated, just being honest. If somebody like that was like, please fix my website or something, right? Please help me get more leads. Uh, I might have to take a moment to like settle my nerves about something like that. But for the most part, honestly, the fear of selling is something that I've kicked in the teeth. And why? Well, part of it's my personality. (laughs) My uncle jokes that I was like born with the gift of gab and come on now, like I I can probably talk your ear off, but so part of it's personality, but part of it is practice. And a big part of it is, are these tips that I'm going to give you now, If you have listened to episode 42 about how to fearlessly pitch your offer to make more money, that's a great one to re-listen to after this one. If you haven't listened to episode 42 at all, make sure that you listen to it because in there, (laughs) I talk about how little baby Faith started pitching to get rodeo sponsorships when I was like 13 years old. So I've been doing this for a minute, but moving on. So I have five kind of actually more like six tips to help you overcome the fear of selling so that you can scale your business, generate leads and grow like you really want to. Okay. Tip number one, probably not what you are expecting. Okay. Just going to say it. Tip number one, and it is absolutely foundational, foundational, foundational. Do not miss this. Tip number one is this, you have to know who you are in Christ. It is not enough to know, hey, I have this experience. Hey, I have this resume. Hey, I've done this thing for this person. It's not enough to know this is one of my natural gifts. It's not enough to know I have these receipts and all of this stuff that has worked for this many people. That is not enough because if you do not know who you are in Christ, if you do not know deep down in your bones that you are remade into the image and likeness of God, that you stand in the righteousness of Christ, that you are seated in him at the right hand of God. If you do not know that, you know, that, you know, that God sees you exactly like he sees Jesus, pure and righteous and holy and blameless in his sight because Jesus is your Lord and Savior. If you do not know that you know that you know that, then your foundation is shaky. So your identity is shaky. So your ability to sell 
something, even if you're really good at it, your ability to sell that thing and present that thing with confidence is shaky because your identity is built on a not a firm foundation. Okay. So number one, if you get nothing else out of this, please know that to overcome the fear of selling, you have to know who you are in Christ. You have to know that you are dearly loved. You have to know that you have the mind of Christ. You have to know that you have been rescued from sin's dominion and darkness and see and brought into the kingdom of light. Okay. And if you're like, what in the what faith, <laughs> I actually have a, just a freebie that I put together that I, um, I stole slash borrowed slash asked permission from my pastor to put together a a list of scriptures. And they're just simply who am I scriptures and they're put in an affirmation form. So you can sit there and you can print them off and you can read them and speak this biblical truth over yourself. Okay. Because knowing who you are in Christ is foundational to your success in every realm of life as a Christian. Okay. So number, number, number one tip to overcome the fear of selling is to know who you are in Christ. Okay. And built upon number one is everything else. Okay. So number two, the number two thing I want you to know is I want you to know your gift. Now confidence is contagious and confidence is attractive. I'll be real, real here. My husband who I love dearly, and he listens to these podcasts pretty regularly. He is one confident sucker. And I have just always found that very attractive. And when, when people, I'm I'm going back to like everybody else, not just my, my, my sexy husband. Um, when people are good at something and they know they're good at something, y'all, you can tell it shows. Okay. Now I want you to know your gift. Now this goes beyond like Hey, this is my offer. This is what I sell. I want you to know your gift in terms of you were created by God with this unique gift and unique ability. Your brain works in a way that not everybody else's brain works. And you bring an angle or um, some insight that not everybody else brings. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, we, we get so wrapped up in our exact offer, our exact business, our exact service that we forget. Like, Hey, even if there's somebody else that does quote, the exact same thing that I do, you're going to do it differently. And you're going to bring your own unique gift, your God given gift to that service or to that product in a way that somebody else doesn't. And there are so many ways to just really learn more about your gift or really dig in. And some of it honestly just comes from observation and then conversation with people, other people who are on this, you know, a similar journey of personal development. But one of my favorite tests to like really dig in and discover your gifts is called the strength finders. It's a Clifton strength finders. You have to pay for it. Well worth the money in my opinion. Um, also I don't know how you feel about the Enneagram. I know some people love it. Some people hate it, but I think it's a great tool to kind of figure out how you process things and then how you use your natural gifting. Um, really, there are a ton of like gift tests out there. Try not to waste your time on like the dumb ones that are like on Facebook. Let's just be real. Those are all dumb, but, but get into one that's like more scientifically based and and talks about your gifts, not just like put you in a box of like how you react versus how other people react, but know your gift. And, and honestly, this is something that everybody is probably constantly developing in. Like take a step back and look at the things that you've always excelled in 
not necessarily like, hey, I was always good at basketball, but like, okay, were you always good at seeing the entire, the entire court and seeing options that other people didn't see? Okay. Like, let's take that and apply that to life beyond basketball. And if you're just like at a loss, at a complete loss for knowing your gift, figuring out your gift, my friend, Stephanie Gass has a course that she put together called clarify your calling that I took. And I was kind of like, do I actually need this? And it, it refined a few things for me. Um, so if you're just at a place you're like, I don't even know, that is a great starting place for you. I have a discount code in the show notes, but know your gift, know what you bring to the table that not everybody else does. And don't bring it in like, oh, I'm so cool. That kind of way, bring it as an offering, bring it as a way to serve. In the episode that aired on Tuesday, I talked about how to love your customers better. When you bring your gift, your service, your product from a heart to serve, man, that just changes absolutely everything about business. All right. So that leads us straight into number three, which is this to sell from a place of service. When you sell from a place of, I just got to make a buck one, it feels sleazy to you and two, everybody else can tell. But when you sell from a place of, Hey, I have this thing that is truly created to help you to make your life easier or more enjoyable or to shorten your path to success. When you sell from a place of service, because you truly believe in this thing that you have created or that you're just selling, when you sell from a place of service instead of a place of sleaze, that my friends is not only going to help you overcome the fear of selling because it's going to take out the ick factor for you, but your ideal people are going to be able to tell that you are selling something that you believe in that can truly, truly help them. All right. Number four, um, five and six are a little more on the practical side. So listen in. Number four is this, know what your customer needs and what they want, because sometimes what we think our people want and what we, and what they actually want are two different things. When sometimes what we think our customers need and what they actually need are two different things. There is absolutely no replacement in scaling your offer or even in just overcoming the fear of selling. There's no replacement for conversational market research. Yes, surveys are great. Testimonial forms are great, but there's no replacement for, hi, I would like to talk to you and just see how I can serve you better. Maybe there's a product that you need that I haven't even thought of. Okay. There's no replacement whatsoever for conversational market research. So know what your customer needs and know what they want, because there's, what if you're selling, what if what you are selling has nothing to do with what they actually need, with what they actually want Well, they're then they're not buying. And so you feel like a failure every time you go to sell because hi, you're selling the wrong thing, or maybe you're selling the right thing, but you're just talking about it in the wrong way. Not that you're a liar, McLiar pants on fire, <laughs> but maybe you have this thing that has all of these benefits, but they're taught that your customers thinking about benefits that you're not thinking about because you just haven't engaged in conversation with them and you don't know what they actually need and what they actually want. 
Now, again, this is something that's constantly evolving. This is something that's constantly being refined in every business. So if you're like, dang it, Faith, I missed the mark. Well, don't beat yourself up. Just change it, right? Like your sales copy isn't written in stone. Go do some more market research and rewrite it, okay? Now, number five is this. Know your customer's pain points. Now, there are a lot of people out there who will tell you that the best way to sell is to always talk about your customer's pain points. And I agree that talking about pain points is important and it is effective. However, I don't think you should talk about pain all the time. One, I think we get tired of hearing people cry wolf. You know, we are inundated with so much messaging, so much buy, 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 buy my stuff, all the cotton picking time that I think we honestly get kind of numb to it. I think that the best sales strategy blends a mixture of what your customers need, customer customer needs and they want and their pain and their pain points. But you need to talk to your customers. Again, nothing replaces conversational market research. Know your customers' pain points. Know what things they actually struggle with. Like maybe you're selling, you know, a product that walks somebody through all of these beautiful Canva templates when what they really, really need is, hey, show me how to use Canva better and I will gladly pay you for that, right? Talk to them, figure out their pain points, and then work that into your sales copy. Work that into your sales conversations. And you will get more and more and more confident when you know that you are solving their pain points with your product and you can talk about it in your sales pitch, okay? Now, the last thing I wanna touch on is you have to practice. You absolutely have to practice. Now, is this something that you ever arrive at? Probably not. (laughs) The more you develop a product, the more you hone in on your market, the more you scale, the more you need to practice. And when you're selling something and you're really working at overcoming this fear of selling, you probably need to practice even more. Now, obviously, you know, there's nothing that replaces the real deal, like a full on like sales pitch. I'm trying to sell this thing in a call conversation. Like there's no really replacement for that as far as practice goes, but maybe you need to start off practicing in, in a safe space with a quote, safe person (laughs) who's like, and you're like, Hey, I need to talk to you about this product. Like I'm going to sell it. Like maybe you have a buddy and y'all swap some sales pitch practice time. I don't know, figure it out, but you have to have to have to practice. Okay. And then the final tip I have for you is this. So I guess you got seven tips is in overcoming the fear of selling something. I need you to ask yourself this. So what? So what if they don't buy? So what if this person says no? Like you move on. (laughs) Life will go on, right? God still loves you. Your spouse still loves you. Your friends still love you. You're not like ostracized from society because this one person says no, right? Like, So what? They say no now. Well, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's really not the right offer. Or maybe they're really not the right person. Life goes on. (laughs) Okay, actually, I have to tell you a funny story here. So in a small town that I lived in and worked in for several years, (laughs) there were some high school boys that may or may not have ordered a tattoo gun on the internet and decided to give each other tattoos. And I think they only made it through one of them getting a tattoo, but they misspelled goes. 
they tattooed life goes on on one of their arms like permanently so every time I think life goes on I think of that poor kid with life goes on tattooed on his arm forever and ever and ever (laughs) but guys guess what your sales copy is not permanently tattooed on your arm so don't worry you can change it and now I hope every time you hear this hear the phrase life goes on you think of that poor kid (laughs) with life goes on tattooed on his arm So y'all, I hope that this episode blesses you and really does help you overcome the fear of selling because you're never going to grow. You're never going to scale. You're never going to reach the people that God has for you to reach. If you are scared to sell your offer, your product, your service to them, right? Like you have this thing that God has given you as a gift to bless people with. Don't be scared to sell it. Okay. Don't be scared to sell it. Don't let the enemy put the fear of failure on you and keep you from stepping out bravely and to do the thing that God has called you and gifted you to do. So that being said, um, if y'all need anything from me, do not be scared to reach out. Shoot an email to info at faithhannon.com. If you're ready to schedule a coaching call and you're just ready to get your SEO and keyword strategy nailed down, y'all, I love helping you fix the back end of your website and your SEO strategy so that you can reach your people. All right. So I love y'all be blessed. Have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. And we will be back at it with you next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes and all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.